the Hope FM Breakfast Show, brought to you by Creative Dental Clinic Budapest. Get the dental health you and your mouth deserve. Visit creativedental.eu. That's creative, starting with a K and ending with a V, dentalclinic.eu. Now, if you watch television on a regular basis, and of course this is World Television Day, uh, then you'll know that that some of the things that we watch, whether it be the the conflict in Israel uh, with Gaza uh, or the Ukraine situation or indeed any of the other pretty awful stories that we see on our television, well, have you ever thought that there are many, many people who struggle with their mental health anyway, with their, with their well-being? We know that through COVID that vast numbers of people were affected because of loneliness and isolation. Now, a small charity was formed in 2015, and that charity is called Counselling Together. Its chair is Peter Parslow, and he joins me now. Welcome, Peter. Thank you, Blair. So, Peter, tell us a wee bit. How, how did the charity come to be formed? Was it on the back of COVID? No, I should actually correct what I sent you in advance. It was formed in 2005. So um, a couple called Chris and Viv Bray in New Life Church in New Milton. Uh, she's a counsellor and he had some experience as well. They saw the need for Christians to offer counselling in a a low-cost and affordable way in the area, initially in the New Forest area, but spread out a bit. So in 2005, they set the charity up, um, and they've moved on from it now due to due to age. We still see them, but they're not so active. And how did you come to be involved yourself? Well, it was Chris who asked me. So um, I was an elder in the church in New Milton who saw, I guess, something in that, um, and then I stopped being an elder in the church. We were talking, and I said I was looking for a new helpful way to serve in the community and he said well how about you get to be a trustee of this charity I thought yeah, I'll have to read up a bit but I accepted the challenge and, and here I am now, obviously you heard me saying in the introduction there that there's been a tsunami actually yeah. of people who need counselling and even I know that GP surgeries because obviously one of the first places you go is to your doctor and so on but of course there's a there's a huge waiting list and very often of course quite high uh, fees to pay uh, and I guess for people on low income and, and with everything that's been happening on the economic mm. front that, that's been added to as well so how, with all of those challenges the sheer numbers how has the charity been able to respond well as you mentioned COVID and we're pleased that we were able to continue offering counselling through COVID but really offering counselling virtually over the phone or over a, a Skype call is far from the best way to, to get help when you're Think about talking your problems through with somebody. It's much better to do it face-to-face. So we felt really restricted in COVID. And I think all the the public health services did as well. Obviously, they were busy with the disease itself. But, yeah, as you say, a tsunami of mental health issues that we felt was stacking up. Was that, um, the, was that the dominant sort of source of counselling needed or were there other things? Oh, the, the, say, the ones that continued were, if you like, the, the background of other issues that people have, um, some of which come from economic problems. Obviously, if you're struggling to make ends meet with your family, then that has an effect on your mental health. But... Um, People often need help because of things that actually happened to them many years ago in their childhood and they've never really dealt with, but they're, they're not even sure that that's the source of the problem. And then talking it through with a professional trained counsellor can really help people identify what the problem is and then learn some tools to, to cope with it, to, um, to, to break free of it is the way we would look at that as, as Christians. Um, 
Uh, obviously, from two thousand and five, uh, when yeah. we started, uh, uh, how have you has has it been like a tsunami of people a hearing about your service and b oh, you're almost too many people needing to have. Um, it's it, it, we've always been a small charity, and we're, we're not the only small charity um, who offers counselling services in the area. Or we weren't in the past. It seems to be. Um, we are surviving and our neighbours are not. So we've only heard in the last few months about the, the Oak Counselling Service in Bournemouth, which is having to close due to the, just the charity not being sustainable. Um, and, and not a Christian one, but Compass Counselling in Limington, their building's been put up for sale, so they become homeless and will have to stop. So we've been we've been more of a trickle than a flood and we think before covid we could get information out there that the service existed through churches you could but then when the churches stopped meeting and when they came back together people didn't want physical leaflets and it taken a long time to get back to getting the message out there that this service is available to people who need it so we we didn't we, what we thought would be a tsunami has been slow in coming um, people, we feel there's still the need out there for people who need counselling, but we want to get the message out there. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. So counselling together exists. Obviously, Do come find us. In order for your charity to grow and uh, I guess create more space for more people, uh, finance is one of the challenges yeah. you face. What about the the, the counsellors themselves? Are they trained counsellors, or what sort of profile do, do the counsellors have? Yeah, so we have uh, both trained counsellors. We have three professionally qualified and experienced counsellors. They're all Christians, but their qualifications are secular counselling qualifications. Um, And we have three sort of final year trainees who are in a position to start offering counselling under supervision. Um, And we do have space even with that number of counsellors so that if if people come to us, we can offer them counselling sessions um, that fit in with their demand. And one of the things that makes our service different, we don't have a home. We use homes in different places. So we offer counselling sessions from Romsey to Christchurch, uh, Fordingbridge, um, Limington area. So quite a big area. Yeah, and it's because local churches are willing to offer us space to do the counselling in, and that space they've been offering us free of charge, and that enables us to keep our costs down. So we the counsellors will talk with and assess whether the person being counselled can afford a full level fee which helps us as a charity or needs to be subsidised out of the funds we have available. Um, now obviously you've mentioned several times that the charity is unashamedly a Christian charity but does that mean that people have to themselves be Christians and uh, and can they look forward to be uh, uh, have the Bible quoted at them on a regular basis, you know what I mean? So what we say, we, we're Christians offering counselling. So the, the counsellors that we um, employ or in, engage with, if they're students, are all Christians. Um, and they sort of sign up to the what used to be called the... Uh, I've forgotten the name of the national body. It's the national body for Christian counsellors. But the counselling they offer isn't particularly Christian counselling. They assess what the needs are of the, the client, if you like. Um, the counsellees, you know, in fact, a lot of them are not Christians and they receive a courteous and professional counselling service that's appropriate to their needs. So we, we, don't, we say we don't offer Christian counselling unless that's what the counsellee requests.
Well, it's uh, the blessing, and, and indeed that song was an incredible blessing and continues to be a blessing to people right around uh, the world. Well, my very special guest today, as, as you've heard, is Peter Parslow. He's Chair of Counselling uh, Together. Now, you talked there about having uh, professionally trained counsellors and those who are nearing completion of their training, uh, but but does that mean that you've got room for some more help, some more volunteers, for example? Uh, yes, we particularly have. We've, one of our councillors is taking a sabbatical this year and we'd love to have someone join the team to cover that space and maybe they want to stay on. So I would say if you are a qualified councillor or nearing the end of your counselling training and you're a practising Christian and you're looking for work locally um, and you'd love to help work through a charity, then do get in touch. That's a lot of qualifying criteria I put in there. No, well, I guess it's important, really, you <laughs> yeah. know, uh, and whatever. And, uh, and clearly, we'll give you some contact details at the end of the interview. Mm. So if you're interested in maybe joining the team or, in fact, giving uh, to help this amazing very small charity blossom then uh, you know peter will explain how how you you can you can do that uh, now in terms of of the feedback that you get from people do you, do you get much in terms of, of people being thankful for the service that that they've received um, we do, obviously, that then. I mean, curiously, as chair of trustees, I'm quite remote from the actual counselling, very necessarily. That's all confidential. Yes, of course, yeah. I, I would never know the names of the people being counselled. Um, it is interestingly filed away in locked box files in my attic, the, the, the archive records as a secure location. Um, but I, even if I were to break open the boxes, it's kept securely. So people, um, we do then get, yeah. So I receive the anonymised feedback of people saying, that they found it helpful or that they were really, you know, this enabled them to deal with a particular problem. I should have made some notes of bits of feedback, but I forgot to think of that. Well, no, it's fine. Now, if money was no object, Peter, mm. uh, what what would you really like to do if you had the resources to do it? Well, we'd love to be able to pick up the, the backlog that's um, there because, as you said, the, the National Health Service counselling is, is under strain, so there are long waiting lists. But we would say we, we're in conversation with both Talking Therapies Hampshire and look here, Step to Wellbeing in Dorset, the two NHS um, Talking Therapies counselling services. Um, and also with Solent Mind, who specifically don't offer counselling, but they do offer a lot of assistance and help, so they're a good place to get in touch. We'd love to step in and, and solve their problem for them, if you like, and be able to offer all the counselling that they can't. But obviously, um, finances aren't bottomless, and people aren't bottomless either. I mean, at the moment, as I said, we have, we have spare slots, if we like. If you need counselling, do get in touch. We've got space for you on our, on our books, as it were. Um, but during this coming year, we could do with bringing in more councillors to, to do that as well. Now, if they wanted to, to do that, Peter, if they wanted to give, be in contact with mm. you and say, well, look, I, I could do with some counselling myself. And actually, or maybe they they know somebody, maybe a, some family member and mm. so on, whatever. Uh, how, do they, how do they find out more information? Uh, well, I mentioned two ways. I mean, we have a website, uh, counsellingtogether.co.uk. So that's all... You know, no spaces or hyphenation or anything, just counselling together. UK spelling with two L's, in case you're wondering. Um, or phone us. So we, we have a, a work phone that normally you'll leave a message on um, and we'll get back to you. That's 07983 
320450. So. so if you haven't got that down, uh, Peter will give you that information again at the end of the of the interview. So uh, get a get a, a piece of. Uh, paper and a pen so that you're ready for when it comes. Now, obviously raising funds is important and you've got this wonderful event coming up, Born to Sing, with the, is it the Bournemouth Male Voice Choir? Yeah, so Born to Sing are a, yeah, a male voice choir based in Bournemouth that, that exists to put on, well, to enjoy themselves, I think, but they exist also to put on charity concerts. And we're really pleased that they've chosen to have a concert to, to raise funds for us. That's this Saturday in Twynham Church in Christchurch. That's right. Now, it's 7.30pm uh, yes. and uh, it's... Eight pounds for for the ticket, but yep. re, but remember that here is a charity that is very very worth supporting for all sorts of reasons, uh, because the need is overwhelming. It is outstanding. Uh, now here's an opportunity for you to go along, enjoy a good sing, and what better time of year uh, to enjoy a good sing than as we begin the Advent. Uh, uh, season in, in just a week or so's time. Uh, it's at uh, Twynham Church. Uh, the church is on Barrick Road, 99 uh, Barrick Road, and the concert starts at 7.30pm. So all of that. And what can they expect? Is it? Have, do you, have you seen the uh, the programme? I haven't seen the programme, actually. That's the Born to, Born to Sing's setting the programme. Well, um, no, no I it. think there'll be some seasonal songs, but I can't guarantee it because they've not told us what they'll be doing. Well, as we you, trust them. As you say, I'm looking at a picture of the choir here and they all look, you know, they're, they're all look smiling faces and so yeah. on. And um, with a passion to sing, no doubt they'll yes. belt, belt it out. Uh, so... Uh, Peter, thank you so very much. Now, obviously, your song, uh, your, your your final song is "Fear Is a Liar." I yeah. guess that believing lies is one of the things that that causes people to be very, very distressed. They, and not just, of course, what other people say about them, uh, but of course, what the little. Uh, devil on their shoulder might be shouting in their ear. He's on all of our shoulders, isn't he? Shouting in our ear. Uh, but what has driven you to pick this one? Um, so I think that, well, in my conversations with people, one of the main things that can really impact mental health and cause those mental health issues to have a great impact on on the person's life are actually fears. And so it might go as far as a, a, you know, an actual diagnosable and medically treatable um, sort of paranoia or you know, a social anxiety fear that means that people won't go out at all. Uh, or it might be much smaller things. I mean, I was nervous coming here to speak on a radio show. Well, they're not surprised facing me, you know. <laughs> it's a daunting um, task. But for those who've not seen him, he's not a fearsome fellow. Um, <laughs> but... For most of us, we're brought up in a way that enables to overcome our fears because we have loving parents who are good and kind to us. But increasingly, people don't, not because their parents are necessarily bad, but just don't have time or, or you know, things happen. And so they never actually learn how to overcome their fears. And sometimes counselling is needed to overcome fears. But I thought this is a great song because it puts across that the Christian message that actually perfect love casts out all fear the fear itself is a liar the thing that you think might happen rarely is going to be as bad as it is of course sometimes it is there are really bad things in the world you you started with the things on the news um but we live in a, a beautiful part of the world where our fears rarely come true um but that doesn't mean that's an easy answer if you're struggling to overcome fears again 
call the call the number our councillors can help you with tools to enable you to see what the problem is and to, to grow out of it but sometimes listening to a good song and and taking in the words of the song can really be a benefit too well before we do that hmm. have you got your pens and papers at the ready so uh Give them the contact details again, Peter. Yeah, so the, the phone number is 07983 or you can find all that on counsellingtogether.co.uk.